spoilers ahead. Hi, I'm Jake. And I'm Callum. And welcome back to 1001 of Film Policy. To tie in with Friday's review of Old Boy, we've decided to choose our top three revenge movies. These films will usually involve the protagonist suffering at the hands of another and their quest to settle the score, thus resulting in a hugely climactic and often satisfying end. Go on then, how have we, how have we been? What have we been watching this week, Callum? I'm asking you because I've watched nothing other than Old Boy. Um, oh, right. And I've watched the that Light and Magic documentary. I've watched a couple of episodes of that because I said it was going to be last week. I'm a man of my word. Well, you did. You did, did you? I did. I did watch a couple of episodes. Any further thoughts? Great. Still impressed. Well, well done. Anything else? Um, I've been watching Malcolm in the Middle. Cool. Which I'm surprised you've never watched it. That's <laughs> yeah. mental. It was tailor-made for you as a, as a 13-year-old boy. You're always saying this. It was. It was. If I could have picked one, you are the demographic audience for Malcolm in the Middle at the what age makes of you 13. Say, what makes you say this? I don't know. You know, Callum is actually technically a derivative of the name Malcolm. No, I didn't. So my name's Malcolm, really. Yeah. Um, what have I watched? Well, since we last recorded, all I've watched are, well, sort of, all I've watched are Asian films for some reason. Must have been because I knew Old Boy was coming. I wanted to get in the in the mood, but yeah. I've been to Japan, I've been to China, I've been to Taiwan, I've been to Korea, I've been all over the shop, been all around Asia. I'm surprised you've had time to edit the uh, the last podcast. <sighs> but I've watched two films by a guy called Edward Yang. One of them was two hours long. One of them was four hours long. Christ! And I preferred the four hour one. Oh, Why bloody bother? It's good. It's Fair. Like um, you know. Trying to think of what it's like. A bit like, you've seen City of God, the Brazilian film? No. You've seen Goodfellas then? Yeah. <laughs> a bit like the bit where he's growing up, when he's around all the gangsters. Right. Um, a bit like that. Um, and then right. I watched two, and his other film, Terrorizers, not as good, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I watched a film called Kids Return by a guy, well, you know who he is. It's Takeshi of Takeshi's Castle. Film. Oh, yeah. Um, that was good. That was about two... Guys who one of them gets involved with the um, the accuser, yeah. One of them gets involved with the accuser, while the other one gets into boxing, and it's about how their lives differ. Pretty good. Fair. Um, and his other film I watched by him is called K- Kikujiro, which is about um, Takeshi himself taking a little child across Japan to see his mum, who he's not seen since he was a little baby. And comedy ensues, really. Uh, that was pretty good. Takashi, again, I watched two by him. Um, and then I watched a film called Return to Soul. And the reason I've watched all these, by the way, Jake, is because I've done what you've done, and I've got a movie trial now. Oh, were they all, they're all on there. there. Yeah, every single film I've watched this week has been on movie. I tell a lie. Go on, then. I watched a short film on movie. What did you watch? Uh, a Day in the Life. It was a French, 15-minute French film. Oh, um, I've about... seen the... The, the thumbnail about the lads and they're like wearing hoods. The girl, yeah. yeah. It's all right. I didn't log it on Letterboxd because it's 15 minutes. I'm not doing that. I Come sometimes, on. I don't log them. I, I say I've watched them and heart them if I like them. Uh, yeah, I've put that I've watched it. It's, it's added. It's a film on my, um, it's just not in my diary. Oh, fair enough. I did it with another short film. What was the one that won all those awards? The Irish one. And it was it the Red uh, Balloon as well. Have you? No, Red Balloon I logged. That was over what? 45 minutes long. Oh, that's, getting, that's getting added. That's just like watching Dumbo, though, isn't it? You'd log Dumbo, yeah. wouldn't you? Well, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I don't know. The rules, everyone has different rules, don't they? I've seen people log ridiculous things, like minute-long things. I'm like, why have you logged that? Yeah. Well, we logged. when we Remember when we were going to watch every film? 
<laughs> from like eighteen to starting from the dates. very first film ever, like one of them in the garden. Yeah, and they were all like a minute long, like Gertie the Dragon, or whatever it was called. I wanted um, to do that to see how many I could log in one day, and it ended up being about thirty films. I watched. And people one day. caught on to it. I think Max messages saying, "What are you two playing? At? <laughs> what the hell are you doing watching all these?" Victorian um, films. I think I've removed those from my diary in the end. Uh, I got to the end of that year and it said that I watched uh, like 15 <laughs> films more than I actually had. <laughs> my stats said my main director was the guy who directed all those like trips to the yeah. movies. It was like Haunted House, which yeah. is... Well, Haunted Castle or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, but that was quite fun. It was interesting it was good, to see was them, wasn't it? Today, what, was the, wasn't it? what was the laughing pig? Oh, that was terrifying. The dancing pig, yeah. Yeah, that was it. But yeah, no, I got rid of them for my diary, but they're all logged on there. Well, I'm not doing it. Yeah, if I were to do it again, I wouldn't log them. I'd just watch them. Um, But yeah, the the only other films I watched was, yeah, there's a new one on movie called Return to Soul that did quite well at festivals. It's actually technically French, that film, but she goes to Korea in it, uh, the main woman. And then I watched a Korean one called Aloners last night, which is very reminiscent of my life at my job that I've just left. Uh, yeah. It was set in a call centre. And it oh. took me back. I was like, oh, flashbacks. Down the spine. Yeah. That was quite yeah. a good one too. Um, I did as well sit down to watch Warriors. The Warriors, sorry. I watched seven minutes of it um, and was enjoying it. Um, I only just got through the credits really. It was quite long credits at the start. Um, and then it started torrential raining. So I went to, to have a look at the window, sat on my bed and ended up falling asleep. That's Nana. <laughs> yeah, that's Nana. So, yeah, I've still got another hour and 30 minutes of it to watch. That's mad. Yeah, I will watch it though. I'll probably watch it this yeah, week. It's, it's a good film. I won't be watching it tomorrow because I'm going to see the new Indiana Jones film with my stepdad. Because um, he wants to see it. And that's, I've seen them yeah. all, so why the fuck not watch the rest of them? And yeah. I know for a fact I'm going to see Barbie as well because. Chelsea and her mate want to go see it and um, I said well you're not seeing it without me because I want to see it as well so shall we go see Oppenheimer in the morning and then you can go with Chelsea in the evening and see Barbie yeah I might come to the Barbie one yeah come to the Barbie one well I've not watched anything else so that segment is now over my name is Inigo Montoya you killed my father prepare to die Right then, top three. I can't remember who went first last week. You did say last time, because I remember editing it and going, oh, here he is with his bloody rules. Um, but I can't remember. Uh, Shall I flip on it? If you want. I've got a coin. I'll, I'll I've got a my... debit card. Do you want <laughs> bank details or logo? Logo. Bank details. So I go first then. All right. My number three anyway is... Kill Bill, Volume 1. Just the first one? Just the first one, for now. Kill Bill, Volume (laughs) 1, released in 2003, Quentin Tarantino film, obviously. But Uma Thurman plays an assassin. She's looking to get out of the killing game and and go live an ordinary life. So she meets a man, gets engaged, and falls pregnant and all that. But her ex-lover, an assassin boss, Bill, has other ideas. So he sends a group of assassins to her wedding to, to basically kill everyone. Um, the bride, the groom, the vicar, the unborn baby, the guests, literally everybody involved. Even um, Samuel Jackson on the piano. Somehow, even though Uma Thurman's character gets shot in the head, she, she's the only survivor. 
uh, of the attack. So uh, she spends years in a coma before waking up, gruesomely waking up anyway. So the rest of the movie basically is, is her quest to track down all the assassins that had ruined her big day. And of course, to, to kill Bill as well, yeah. um, which is the title of the film. Um, which is very clever, that isn't it? This film is very, very heavily influenced by Eastern culture, which is quite fitting that we've been speaking about old boy. Correct. Um, so the fight scenes are well choreographed. There's a, a scene in particular where the bride, as she's called, fights an entire army of henchmen. But there's plenty of, of references to, to Eastern cinema. So, like Game of Death, she's wearing the, the same yellow and black tracksuit as Bruce Lee. Yeah. Uh, there's references even to like Citizen Kane though. Um, so it's, oh, it's not just Eastern films. Um, but the the biggest film that it, it's sort of influenced by is a film called Lady Snowblood, uh, which I know is on your one to watch. And I was going to watch it last night just to pip you to it, but um, yeah, I was gonna, um, that's so weird. I was going to watch it last night just to see, because I was going to maybe pick it if it was good, um, but I didn't watch it, so... There, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, it does look good. Um, I will watch it as well. Um, there's also a quote on the screen which is quite fitting again for for old boy. Go on. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Is displayed on the screen, which for Lee Woo Jin, it's quite fitting, isn't it? Obviously, he's waited yeah over 15 years at least. 20 years, maybe. But anyway, yeah, that's 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 Kill Bill. You've seen Kill Bill. What do you think of it? I can't remember it <laughs> very well. <laughs> but I remember liking it. I definitely remember liking the first one and the second one. Um, yeah, I remember there's a bit... Yes. I, don't, I don't remember anything about the second one. I feel like I've just seen the first one loads and maybe the second one once. I think I've only seen them both once and I watched them both in the same day, I think. Maybe. I remember I'd forgotten. I watched a video last night called Every Reference in Kill Bill. Every movie oh, yeah. reference in Kill Bill, and there's fucking loads. I'd quite recommend watching that video because it's quite good. Um, yeah, because he's a big film buff and he Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, um, and there's even like manga and stuff like that references, and um, there's a there's a bit in the film where it's the, the backstory to one of the characters, and um, yeah, it it's all in cartoon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, it is a really good film, and I will be watching it again. Very soon. I think I need to rewatch it definitely because I, I think I know you'd it's like good. it more now you've seen a lot of other films. Yeah, because I think I was about fifteen when I watched it. You know, yeah, you'll pick up on loads of references now. Won't say anything about the way that the actor who played Bill died because that's not worth mentioning. No. Why? How did he die? Oh God. <laughs> my number three is a British film and potentially one of my probably one of yeah might be my favorite British film. It's up there definitely. Um, and it's called Dead Man's Shoes. It's really good. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a brilliant film. It's directed by Shane Meadows, who's obviously famous for, you know, this is England, that's his big thing, isn't it? And that's the only other thing I've seen. I've only seen this and the film of This is England. Nothing else by him. But, yeah, it's basically about a, a man, played by Paddy Considine, um, returning home to avenge his brother, who was bullied by... Uh, a lot of people, like a, a bunch of horrible scrotes, basically. Yes. <laughs> um, and his brother's obviously mentally disabled. Um, but the character that Paddy Constantine plays in this film is quite iconic, isn't he, really? In terms of, like, in terms of successfully getting revenge, he does a mostly perfect job, I'd say, <laughs> in this film. Uh, unlike Old Boy, obviously. Small two films in one there, really. But yeah, it's his performance that made me pick this film, really. I think he should be the lead in a lot more films. Um, yeah. Because he... 
somehow he's always different in every film he's in. He transforms into such a formidable man in this film. Well, he, we when we did the episodes on Submarine, it was mostly just us talking about him. Yeah, it is mad to think he is the same guy in Submarine and like Hot Fuzz and stuff that's yeah. in this because he's just completely mental in this I think film. he's got his dues a little bit now, obviously, with um, the House of Dragons. I know, but he's not usually the lead, is he? He's usually just... I mean, he's a big character in House of Dragons, I think, isn't he? But he's not like the main fella, is he? It's like yeah. an ensemble, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, it is. But he's it's a it's a very big show, isn't it? It's probably know, the biggest thing he's done. I'd want him as a main guy in, in a film, basically. Yeah. No, he is. Yeah, he's very good. Um, but yeah, I think the slow burn sort of approach that he takes to hunting these men down and tormenting them, basically, is like some sort of cat <laughs> playing with a bird or something before eating it. Sinister. Um, and when you reach the end of the film, you completely understand why he's reacted in this mad way, really. Um, but yeah, as I said, it's one of my favourite British films. I can't really think of many more that are as gritty and just like, I don't know what the word is. Just makes me want to see more of Shane Meadows' films, really. Although yeah. I can't, I can sort of predict that none of them are going to top Dead Man's Shoes, yeah. really. Well, this is England is very gritty as well, and quite yeah. Um, so yeah, he's obviously got a theme, but I haven't seen Dead Man's Shoes for about probably about ten years. Um, yeah. I don't remember a lot of it to be fair at all. I just remember I, there's a couple of scenes I remember. I couldn't even explain them now, though. But yeah, there's a couple of scenes I remember that sort of stick out. What, what's your second pick? Drive. 2011 and i was sort of thinking to myself is it even a revenge film i asked you tonight is it a revenge film i can't really think if it is or not but it is um yeah it is so it's it's a film i watched a lot um in my late teens um it's one of them sort of films and that you think that he's dead cool don't you <laughs> yeah um and what's the the meme it's like i've talked too much today i need to be more like ryan gosling in drive yeah or something um but I've not seen it for a while. But it's it's basically about a stunt driver by day, getaway driver by night. Um, and he falls in love with his neighbour who has a son. And the son's father is, is in prison. But when the father, the, the father, the little lad gets out, he finds himself in trouble with some very dangerous mobsters. Mm. Um, so Ryan Gosling's character gets involved when he finds out the, the little lad's been given a bullet by one of the gangsters. Oh, God. Uh, obviously, as a threat. So things exacerbate pressure. Uh, when his friend and and mentor also gets killed, um, it's Brian Cranston. Oh, God, yeah. I really like Brian Cranston. He's brilliant in everything. He is good. He's a good actor, but I can't look at him the same way. When, what, what was it? Like, John Cena is just a steroid version of Brian Cranston, I saw. <laughs> I can't see that. Well, I don't know. Um you can't believe he's the same fella that plays Harlan Mark and Mill as the same fella as Walter White. You really can't. It's not the same man. It can't be. It's just <laughs> got to be his brother. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's an underrated actor anyway. But I, again, I, dig- I digress. Um, anyway, well, well, Ryan Gosling goes a bit ma- goes on a bit of a mad one with a ha- hammer, and he's got that cool jacket with the scorpion on the back, um, which you can get in GTA Six. Remember? You can yes, um, GTA Five, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. GTA Six is a myth, um, and he goes cracking down on the mob and re- he returns the bullet to them. Um, it's it's yeah, it's a good film. It's accompanied by a really good song, uh, maybe one of the best soundtracks, uh, best unoriginal soundtracks of any films uh, film I've seen. Yeah, um, it is. It is a good one, isn't it? 
it's um, very what's the word? It's, I don't know. It's neon. It sounds. It sounds yeah, like... it is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Synthy. Electric. Yeah. Um, and the, I think there's some great performances. Ryan Gosling doesn't say a lot, but he's still got a very good presence on screen. Oscar Isaac's he's great, isn't he? Um, yeah. Carrie Mulligan, I think, is really good in this as well. Um, didn't realise she was in Doctor Who once. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Um, and and also, as we've mentioned, Brian Cranston's good in it too. There's quite a lot of other actors in it. What's the is it Ron Perlman? Yeah, Ron Perlman scares me in that film. He is a scare, but he's he's a bit of a daft character. But he's he, he he's threatening, isn't he? He's horrible in it. Yeah. Really, I wouldn't like to cross him in this. And Albert Brooks is the villain in it, which is so against type. Really, he's usually like the comical, like third. I don't know, comical other guy in the film, like in Taxi Driver. He's just the guy that works with Civil um, Shepherd. Civil Shepherd at the uh, news place, isn't he? Yeah, and then. He's usually a good guy, and in all his own films, he's just like a comedic character. But in this, he's a horrible gangster. It's just so weird seeing him in that role. Yeah, <laughs> he plays uh, Paul Rudd's dad yeah, in this. Is Ford, yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> of. The yeah, Albert Brooks, yeah, and his brother's Marty Funkhauser from Kirby Enthusiasm in real life. Oh, is that's it? My fact about him. I didn't realise that. That's Marty. As if he jumped in on the riverside. Then. So my number two is a film called Irreversible by Gaspar Noé. Don't know that one. The thing with this film is we see the act of revenge before we see the reason why they're seeking revenge uh, mm. because um, it's filmed in reverse. That's why it's called a reversible. Ah. I'm going to spoil it a little bit, but much like Old Boy, the ending, or the beginning in this case, doesn't quite give you the catharsis you're after, really, once you reach the end of the film. It's hard to explain, really, but when you watch it, you'll understand if right. you ever watch it, which I doubt you will because it's horrible. But I think it's really clever because the fo- the plot follows these two guys desperately scouring uh, the city looking for a man. And you're always asking the questions like, what what has this man done to get them so angry? Why are they so bloodthirsty? And then when you find out what he did, you completely understand why they want to um, obliterate him. Basically. Right. Because what he did is one of the worst scenes I've ever seen in any film in my life. It is horrible. Oof. And for some reason, well, I got a Blu-ray of this film. And it came with a poster, and I stuck it up before watching it for some reason. Um, and I regretted that because the poster features the scene, and I didn't know. Do you want to tell me what it is off, 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 off the record? Basically, if you if you're never going to watch this, nah. M- um, Monica Bellucci redacted, and she breaks it up. Redacted. Oof. Redacted. It's horrible. And redacted. Gaspar Noé is mental. Redacted. He needs to check in his hard drive. The two top reviews on Letterboxd for Reversible, one of them is just someone's, they just put fuck. <laughs> yeah. And the next one is just put, I never want to see this again. It's perfect. I hate you. My number one then um, is Gladiator 2000. Oh, mm. This is perhaps one of the most frustrating movies I can think of. Um, it does actually get me riled up a bit like when we were talking about Dead Man's Shoes before. Yeah, it gets me really angry. Um, it's basically about a Roman general called um, Russell Crowe, um, <laughs> who is he's promised to succeed the current leader of Rome. Um, however, when the, the leader's son catches wind of this, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, he kills his father and proclaims himself the new emperor of Rome. Um, he then orders the killing of Russell Crowe, which doesn't go to plan as he escapes and legs it home. Unfortunately, when he gets there, his own wife and son have been crucified. Um, and in my notes, I've put a sad face there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, Appropriate. I'm, I'm not wrong. Crow, obviously displeased by this. If I was to kill the man responsible. Um, it does prove difficult, though, as he's currently a fugitive and, and a wanted man. Um, and he, he can't get close to the, the current emperor of Rome. Things sort of go from bad to worse when he gets enslaved and sold to a gladiator trainer. Um, but however, as a, as a former leader of men, he is pretty handy with a sword. And quickly flies up the ranks of the, the gladiator fighting ring. Yeah. Um, until he's granted an audience with the Emperor of Rome. But it's one of the, it's, it's an example of, of um, it's probably a prime example of how getting your revenge is quite often very bittersweet. Um, because never bringing his wife and, and, and son back. My, so my advice, like you said before, is don't bloody bother. A lot of, yeah, a lot of revenge films seem to be, that's the message, isn't it? Just don't yeah. bother. It's yeah, not don't, worth it. Don't bother. I mean, he does get his own back. So I suppose it, it, he probably had a, felt good for a bit, but then in the end, no one wins. So Drive was justified because... Oh, yeah. It, he does it, well in that, doesn't he? He saved the boy and there was a purpose behind it. If he hadn't stopped the gangsters, then they might have died. So he's got a bit of something behind that. And Kill Bill, she, she survives and from what we know, maybe marries and has a kid or something like that and gets her own well, back. But in Gladiator, there's no winners. And in the old boy, there's no winners. So you, you yeah. haven't seen Gladiator, have you? Yeah, I have. You have now. Just this year. So you're bloody lucky I have. <laughs> yeah. Quite a bit of it, eh? <laughs> well, I didn't say what happens, but... Oh, yeah. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. So my last film I'm going to talk about is, I don't know if I've talked about any films from this decade previously. Maybe. Not in detail, though. And it's Freaks from uh, the 30s. Oh, dear. I won't spoil anything. I'll try not to anyway. I think I know anyway, but go on. The film is way ahead of its time, and it's extremely dark, really, for the time it was made, especially. Uh, The story follows a little person called Hans, who is seduced by a trapeze artist called Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Um, she's basically after his inheritance and plots to kill him so she can run off with a strong man um, who also is at the circus called Hercules. And he's the one who goes, Schlitzy! Oh, <laughs> Schlitzy! But when the other members of the circus find out about this, um, they're not happy, basically. And that's where the sort of revenge sort of plot comes into play, really. But apparently... In January 1932, MGM held test screenings of the film, which proved disastrous. Um, And the art director recalled that halfway through the preview, a lot of people got up and ran out. They didn't walk, they ran. They literally sprinted away. But luckily, there's been a bit of a retrospective and like a re-evaluation with this one. Um, And it's clear that the director at the time was not demonising the the people in the circus, and it was actually it was actually on their side, really, if you do watch yes. it. Um, and it's actually the able-bodied people who are the true villains, really. I, I just think it's a really good film. The only bit I can think of is um, she, she crawl under a, a truck or something, and they follow her under yeah. with a knife. And... Yeah, when it's raining, yeah, there's a yeah. moment where she's trying to escape and they're all crawling out. It's quite scary, that bit. Yeah, it does but they're all right scary. before, then. It's a very good film, and it's only... Well, it shouldn't be 60 minutes, but it is, because a lot of it has been destroyed forever. It was going to be a 90-minute film, but... It was they, lost, uh, was it? Yeah, they lost They lost a lot of it, because it got, like, sort of demonised, really, by everyone. Um, but then, yeah, as I said, it's been sort of 
now it's looked on as a bit of a masterpiece, like a bit of a classic. Yeah, I've always wanted to watch it, to be fair. It's one of those sort of films that I've known about for forever, it seems, but I've just never watched. I think it's just references in, like, The Simpsons and stuff. Well, it, de- it definitely really um, sort of inspired that season of American Horror Story, that when they yeah. freak show, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. Doesn't seem like a film from 1932 at it's, all. It's a surprise it was never remade. We accept a one of us. We accept a one of us. Gooba gobble, gooba gobble. We accept her, we accept her. Gooba gobble, gooba gobble. One of us, one of us. Got any honourable mentions? You mentioned Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> As a joke. But it's got it in the title. I know, but is it that what are they avenging? Um, well, they've been oppressed, haven't they, by the Jedi? So they're rising again. They're getting their revenge. It should be rising to the darkness. It shouldn't be revenge. They're not avenging anyone or anything, are they? No. <laughs> well, Return of the Jedi was originally called Revenge of the Jedi. Was it? I thought that revenge was not sort of a thing a Jedi would do. Mm-hmm, that's true. Bugs life. Why? They get revenge don't they against the grasshoppers nicking their bloody well, food all the time it's the bird that gets him in the end but yeah, that's, a hor- that's horrifying that bird is this, one of the scariest villains in any, f- well it's not a villain it's sort of a good guy in the end but it's scary it's one yeah. of the scariest yeah, creatures in any film it used to scare the hell out of me when I was young yeah, true um, anyway, I've got a few Just go on and whip through mention them. Um, Mandy's quite a good one with Nicolas Cage going mad Mandy? Um, yeah. If, has it got the Barry Manilow song in it? No. Go on um, It's a good film, though. It's funny. It's just Nicolas Cage doing his usual. Um, there's actually a film called Revenge. Um, that's good. It's about a woman who goes on goes away with this billionaire man. I can't remember what happens. Something dodgy goes down and they leave her in the desert thinking she's dead and she comes back, basically. Fair enough. Um, the Gift. Have you ever seen that with Jason Bateman? And Joel Edgerton. Have no, you seen I've that? Not seen it, no. That's good. I won't say anything about that. He directed there's a, it. There's a film called Upgrade. Um, that's good. That's a bit John Wicky. And speaking of John Wick, that's probably the most famous yeah. current one, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, and then like the classic one that, that came up a lot when I was looking into this was Carrie. Obviously, I don't think you've seen Carrie. Though, no, you? I've not. I want uh, to. Yeah, it's it is a classic, really. Speaking of old boy, Choi Min Suk is in another Korean revenge film where he's the baddie in it though um, and it's called I Saw the Devil which is good it's just mad um, and there's a really insane film called Martyrs which starts out as a revenge film yeah. and then sort of becomes this horrible film <laughs> that's all I could say and then there's one called Blue Ruin as well that I thought of that just this fellow with a beard walking around for ages like what's he up to um, he's getting revenge it turns out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's it um, fair. There's lots of films about revenge. Um, have, you, have you ever got revenge? Or have sought I ever revenge? got revenge? Um, yeah, I've tried, but I got beaten up immediately. Oh, uh, was it that lad beat up your brother? I was trying to avenge my brother. He had him by the throat. I said, stop, and grabbed him and then got punched. Is that more self-defense than revenge? Or, like, defense of others? Yeah, I stood, I stepped in. Fair. Quite noble, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Would you have done the same? For, yeah, for a sibling, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably would have done. Jacob in his big bloody mouth. Get me into all sorts of trouble. Yeah. 
little shit he is, that lad. <laughs> Always been a little shit. Um, have you have you ever got revenge or try to seek revenge? Um, probably all the time as a kid with my sister. She picked on me or something with a nick the toys or something. Um, but not not in the adult world. I don't think. Live and let live. 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 live.